High Well Trust podcast presented by Roshin O'Hagan and Jared Dean. Welcome to episode three of the Hollywell podcast. My name is Jared Dean, and today, as always, I'm joined by Roshin O'Hagan. Before we get into the body of the podcast, if you like, an acknowledgement to our funders. We have to thank the Community Relations Council for our continued core funding, Department of Foreign Affairs through their Reconciliation Fund for the funding of this podcast, the Executive Office for supporting our testimony series, and also Derry City and Strabane District Council for continued core funding support. So today we're going to have a chat about a few things. Coming up soon we'll be chatting about the Hollywell Stew Project, uh, our recent event and upcoming events. We're going to hear about our pioneering peace builder, Hollywell Trust's upcoming publication, the Reformed Always To Be Reformed publication that Maureen Hetherington was on talking about in the last episode. The dairy launch of that is coming up soon as well. But first... Rising, your civic activism project, it's going really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's going very well. Um, we had a really good week last week doing loads of pop-up discussions. I don't know if it was with the goodwill or in the sunshine, but it's all very positive discussions. And we were focusing on the city centre, how people think the city centre is looking, if they think there's things that we can do to improve it. But I suppose the main thing is next, well, the beginning of June, the 7th of June, we've got our citizen jury around the debt and poverty theme. So that will be similar to the other citizen juries. We'll have starting off at six o'clock here in the Hollywell building, starting off with some food, and then the event will begin at half six. So as I say, that theme is around debt and poverty. So it's showing the evidence of, I suppose, the implications and the impact of debt and poverty in the city. We found when we're out doing our pop-up discussions, it's quite hard to talk to people Mm. about it, particularly around debt. There's a stigma there. So we've had a great group that have been part of our study group, representatives from all the groups that you would imagine would support families and individuals. So we're kind of doing it, I suppose, on a case study basis as well. And they have lots of evidence themselves in the work that they've been doing and how people are getting supported and the types of um, support that they need. And a lot of changes to do with welfare reform and benefits that are going to impact a lot of families. Looking forward to that event on the 7th and everybody's welcome to, to come along. To that starts at six o'clock. Yeah, it's like you mentioned a couple of challenges there around benefits, etc. What's the feedback been about the main challenges that are coming up for families? Is it breaking the cycle of debt? Is it getting out of the, the poverty trap, if you like? Yeah, breaking the cycle of debt and some of the changes around benefits that are going to affect families. And I suppose it's thinking too about people are afraid to maybe admit how bad things are because there is that stigma. And that impacts a whole family and, and, you know, puts people under a lot of pressure if, if parents are trying are struggling um, to make ends meet. Um, and where do they go for help? And it's just sometimes I think people aren't aware of the help that they can get. Aye. You know, there's lots of examples. They're like not how, alone in the process. Yeah, either. they're not alone. And there's lots of examples like how even the credit union can help people sort out their debt mm. and can really help them manage, you know, a, a system where they're paying back a certain amount rather than trying to pay back through... I don't know whether they call them shark loan, loan loans. Sharks. Yeah, loan sharks. But a lot of the people are, are, I suppose, so desperate that they're going for payday loans and then they're paying back the person who shouts the loudest. Right. And then they're missing mortgage payments and stuff like that. So there's a lot of challenges. And there's definitely a challenge just around people admitting that they need some help and who should they go to. So there's stigma there and people don't kind of don't want to talk about it. Mm. Okay, well, that sounds like it's going to be... An interesting event. Challenging mm. event, but an interesting yeah. event. Yeah, challenge, but really important because it links in with all the themes that we're doing with this project. Aye. You know, investment and innovation, even the city centre, you know, if you haven't got a lot of money and you want to go enjoy yourself and you need money to do it, it's, you know, Aye. 
Well, you're you're kind of limited, um, and then again, linking into the young people. You know, they're going leaving here because they don't have opportunities and um, might not come back because the opportunities still aren't here. So, yeah. Hmm. And the city centre, the engagement's going really well. City centre has been yeah, really really positive. As I say, last week the weather was fantastic, so we got to talk to a lot of people, and people are so positive about the city. Even though we're talking about difficult issues and there's high levels of deprivation, and people are struggling. When you mention you know, the city, Derry, Lutton, do whatever you want to call it. People have so so many good things to say about it, you know, and mentioning lots of things like the walls and the Guildhall Square and the fountains and the Peace Bridge and just how they think it, it, the Peace Bridge has transformed the whole city. But there's um, a sort of a passion there. People are, are passionate about it and they they love the welcome as well in Derry. So it's not just the physical aspect, it's the warm welcome when you're in the city centre that they might not experience in other cities in Northern Ireland. But yeah, really, really positive about you know how they think the city centre's looking and some suggestions around improvements. Again, that's our, our, our last theme on the project. So we're doing the study process a wee bit different and having loads of individual meetings with stakeholders in the city and that's going really well. And it runs up to the end of runs August. Runs up now. to the end of August. Yeah. So again we'll be using all those tools with regard to the city centre theme, ending with the citizen jury. Couple of months time, yeah. The next Hollywood stew. The stew. Yeah. Aye, we had our first stew event there on the. When we have it? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, now. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago on a Wednesday. Twenty fourth of May. Twenty fourth of May. <laughs> Aye, we had four projects pitching. We had the Pink Ladies, Lego Dairy, Extern, and La Dolce Vita, mm-hmm. and La Dolce Vita were successful. But overall, I thought it was a brilliant yeah, night. It was a really good night. It was just a lovely atmosphere, bringing people together, I suppose, for right. food and, um, you know, making contacts and making and networking with people as well. Yeah. And it's very social, um, very sort of nice atmosphere about it. And the food was, was lovely and the pitches were excellent. Yeah, I thought really, that really, was well. very really good. high quality. Yeah, it was. And it was very difficult, I think, to actually vote as well. Mm. I found it difficult, um, but it was a really, really good event. I'm looking forward to the next one. We met... Earlier on, we met Donna Lowe from the Dolce Vita Project. Yeah. And made a wee chat for her. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to hear from her now. Missed an episode of the Hollywell Trust or Hollywell Testimonies podcast? Well, thanks to our on-demand service on SoundCloud.com and Apple Podcasts, you can catch up on all of our previous episodes, including the Caroline Brown testimony. And he was on the right-hand side of the street. Now, this foot patrol's coming, but I'm walking. But he makes his way up on the right-hand side of the street that he sort of were levelled together. And he turns round and he goes, It's not be long, he says, until you and I, he says, will be walking down the street together, hand in hand. The Civic Activism Podcast with the theme, A City with Young People in Mind. The percentage of 100 young people who wanted to leave was 95. So 95 out of 100 young people did not see their future in Derry and did not intend to come back, which means that for your generation, (laughs) there's not going to be anybody left. And for those that are here, there won't be a voice to speak on your behalf. Or our first testimonies podcast, an interview with Seamus Heaney. All of that kind of made me feel a desire for, I don't know if I would call it now revenge, although I think an element of it was revenge. Uh, I think a big part of it was just the need to see some form of justice, some kind of atonement for what had been done to me as an individual, to my family and to what I would see as our community, our society. Just go to soundcloud.com and search for Hollywell Trust or go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes 
and search for Hollywell Trust. We're delighted now to be joined by Donna Lowe from the Dolce Vita Project, who represents the organisation that was successful in our street. Well done, Donna. Thank you very much, Chair. It was an absolute pleasure and delight to have been part of the event, but the MD1 has been fantastic. Thank you. For those people that couldn't make the street event, and I suppose even for some of those that were, can you tell us a wee bit more about the general background to the Dolce Vita Project and what it is that you do? Well, the Dolce Vita Project is a domestic abuse counselling support service and we work with everybody that's impacted. It's just not for men, it's for men and women. It, we would uh, work with the families that is affected. Say that your daughter had come under you and had gone through domestic abuse and their children was involved with social services or court case. Mm-hmm. The grandparents could come to us for emotional support. They could come to us for advice and guidance around what the court can bring up for them or the family situation with regards to contact with the children because I always say it has a ripple effect once it comes into the home it impacts then on the children it impacts on the neighbours if you're working it's brought into your home if you're friends there's a lot of different things that happens once domestic abuse has actually been disclosed and that's why I say the ripple effect so that's why domestic we work with everyone mm-hmm. through workshops, counselling, befriending services, advice and guidance, uh, safety planning, support network team that goes out into your homes and that as well. You pitched the other week. I didn't. And I. you were successful. I was. Tell us about a wee bit about the project that you were pitching for. Well, one of our service users had come to me with a portrait picture done on canvas mm-hmm. and she started to explain a wee bit about the drawing and she was drawing this picture while she was going through some of her darkest moments and the picture started with words on canvas of how she was feeling and how she was expressing herself and when it was brought under the Dolce Vita, it was a picture of a woman very bright eyed and the change within herself throughout the process. And as she explained to me, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Hmm. I didn't know what had gone on behind that picture or what the actual full perception of that picture was, but also showed empowerment. It showed change throughout her journey. So she came up with the idea, as well as counselling and different emotional. Sometimes people become silent they're feared to speak. There's a lot of different issues going on. So instead of speaking and getting their words out there, still expressing themselves through art. So start by the simplest things of putting your words on paper mm. and then come back to it and changing that picture because nobody knows what's going on inside your own mind. So it's like changing those thoughts and the process. So when you go back and reflect where you were, and you see the picture then in front of you, that's empowering your own self and your own mind. So we decided then to contact yourselves. We received the email and uh, jumped right on it and get onto the event. Had an absolutely fantastic dinner. The meal, the people, the way it was actually delivered from start to finish was amazing credit to each and every one of these. We were all made to feel very welcome. But then they wanted and to be able to pitch that and uh, the lady actually came with us and mm. to see her project coming in full force and us having the money in the end to be able to do it which now means we can go out and run 12 workshops with 12 people on them and the service user will teach these people a different way of expressing their feelings 
were then going to hold an auction. And that could be in the Hollywell Trust. We're unsure. We haven't got a setting yet for these pictures. And the money will then be used to make a bigger project mm. and to continue running it for, throughout the rest of the year. And what we will aim to do at the end of it is to take pictures, the canvases, and put them throughout different points of the city, given those that still in domestic abusive uh, relationships, voices, giving them messages of hope as they go by, that life can be good again, and that your voice is your freedom. And simply start by expressing your words of where you are. He's won five hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. I think I remember. It's, we did indeed. It's amazing. The it's fantastic for the just small yeah. amount of money. But we had already worked it out and knew we could do this on a very small budget, and it's going to be like Pacific paints that we're going to be buying, stencils, um, different fabrics and materials, and the actual stands is where the most of the money will go for the, the art stands. I forget the name. These old <laughs> yeah. uh, Just to set it up within the room and cleaning the materials. And then at the end of it, like there's a varnish spray that we'll have to buy as well for when they are out on the public walls and that for people. They start with pencils to create a massive project. It's... It shows a, a continuous process of change. So how do you find the, the process? You mentioned it a wee bit, but mm. the pitch on the evening. I know you, you enjoyed trying to get it down under. Oh, I every day. for from <laughs> I met Becky on... Well, I'll go back to the training that just put us through on Friday with Becca Barnes, and she was very, very good. Like the, the amount of information that she gave us and yourself, Jared, was really, really helpful and gave us point-to-point questions they think of what was our pitch, what were we going for, what was the money going to be using, why were we doing this. So it was putting it down and how I was going to manage that. And there was a bit of practice runs done. And I had actually put a post up at 10 past six. I can't get this under four minutes. <laughs> and true on the night, I just ran slightly a few seconds over. But it was learning process. And it just shows you to how much you can actually cram under that four minutes. Because at mm. the very start, when Becca was teaching us, a minute and a half, I was left standing there in the room, right, what do I say next? And then when we had another run of it within the room on Friday, it started to you know, fall and place. And by the time we were finished at half four, we had a good run. So that part of the training on Friday was absolutely really, really worthwhile and sort of settled me for the event. And okay. then on the day, of course, your nears because... You don't know who's going to be there, what who you're up against. Yes, you know who you're up against, but what are they pitching for? What is their idea? So there was a wee bit of apprehensive uh, and stuff, but no, I thoroughly enjoyed it and really, really would. And looking forward to coming back and supporting the other people right. that's actually putting in as well. We had already agreed, myself and Daniel, Gwen, and a number of people was on the night. We'd like to come back and show our support then for the ones that's actually going to be pitching on the 14th and 24th, is it? Or? 14th and 28th. 28th. Yeah. I keep so, saying the 24th as well. Yeah. Aye. But that, no, that's brilliant. We're yeah. delighted to hear yeah. that. Food was amazing. Aye. Had to go out for seconds as well. It was very accommodating and yeah, we were kept very, very well the whole night. So aye. Aye. And there, there were three other really strong projects. The, the Pink Ladies, Lego Pink Dairy ladies, and Lego Next Turn. Yeah. So I think the fact that you just came through is a testament to that. Oh, it was fantastic that we actually did do that and I'd like to say thanks for the other three that we were actually up against and wish them all the best for their own projects as well and mm. like even on the night we have now made numerous links 
with other projects that have come to us to hold like family events a weekend away. Actually, Joe and Extern has agreed to meet up with us. The Mental Health Forum have made a link in with us. Supporting Fathers, Fathers for Justice. There's been so many meetings that have actually come out of that one night for the Dolce Vita. It's been fantastic. The networking alone, if we hadn't have won, would have just would have been enough as well. Do you know, because mm-hmm. we've opened all our doors to other projects, and they've opened their doors to us now as well. It's a really sort of alternative and creative way to yeah. let people express themselves that might find it hard to talk about. So it's, it's like another so, way of letting people yeah. release the hurt, and that's it's so it's a really really good thing. I think you're doing. People come so silent. Mm-hmm. They often feel like ghosts wandering around yeah. and looking at other people mm-hmm. and question, does anybody understand how I really feel? And the stigma alone of being labelled impacted by domestic abuse or maybe your yeah. family is this person that's the perpetrator, it is held so tightly. Mm-hmm. But what is wrong as society and the change within society, and that's what we're hoping to do, but giving the messages of hope that life can change, it can be good. You don't have to be yeah. kept silent. Your voice is your freedom, and I will continue yeah. to say that. doesn't matter how you use it, but just express yourself. And that's yeah. what these people will mm. now be doing throughout the day. We have a number of other projects uh, who have also decided to come on board if it doesn't work through the auction and that to support us to develop it into something else throughout Northern Ireland. Well, best of luck with. Look Thank forward you to much. you coming back to yes. one of the studio events, telling us how you 100%. get on. Thanks for coming in today. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. Next Monday, you can download or stream for free our first Hollywell Stew special. Here, the pitches delivered on the night by the Pink Ladies Dairy, the Dolce Vita Project, Lego Dairy, and Extern. Plus, hear the views and the questions put to our pitchers by the investors. That's the Holywell Stew Special, available for free streaming and downloading via our SoundCloud and Apple podcast pages. Search for the Holywell Trust Podcast. few upcoming events as well mm-hmm. that we need to let people know about. I suppose the first of them that's coming up is the Reformed Always To Be Reformed book launch. Maureen Hellington was on with us on episode two, chatting about the book that Johnson and Kathy have been involved in, primarily Jonathan, and it's going to have its formal local launch on the 16th of June at 12 o'clock and again it's open to anybody to come along it's here at Hollywell and if you let Maureen know through the junction I'm sure if you go on the junctionini.org I think it is you'll find Maureen's contact details email details yeah we'd be delighted to see a good crowd in for that and I think it's bring a tenor because that's how much the book is (laughs) he buy the book very good (laughs) essential (laughs) another thing that we have coming up the week after that is the pioneering peace builder, Anne Kelleher, from the Pacific Lutheran University, has for, I suppose, the last couple of years been working on a book mm-hmm. charting the history and the impact of Hollywell Trust as a peace building organisation in the city since 1988. And we finally, finally have been able to secure a bit of resourcing through the Department of Foreign Affairs for this publication. So we're delighted to be launching it on the That's 21st. Brilliant. We're waiting to hear back on the person who may be launching it, but mm-hmm. as usual, we're going to do it as our lunchtime event. It's the yeah. day of reflection. It's also the day that it marks the anniversary of the official opening of this building. So That's right. three mm. years officially opened as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's gone fast. Those three years have gone so fast. And again, it'll be bring a couple of pound me because it'll be a book for sale, but it's really good. It's really interesting because it charts the whole history of the 
of the organisation, but also points a wee bit to the future to go, mm. to say, here it is where we want to go. And mm. when you look at it over what is nearly a 30-year span, mm. we've been involved in a lot of stuff here, so... Mm, that'll be, be really, really good. Uh, I'll be really interested to read it. The podcast side of things, the next testimony event is going to be John Porter. John, who's been working with young people in outdoor pursuit settings in the town and, our, and the environs for many a year. That podcast, has testimony, will be released on the 8th of June. So keep an eye out for that and download and listen and like. Let us know what you think about it. We'll be delighted to hear. So just to draw the podcast to a close... We're busy, writing, yeah, as you can see. Yeah, loads going on and a whole variety of stuff going on over the next few months. So it's all good. Yeah, so we expect a bit of a busy summer. We could do be hearing from a couple of funders <laughs> applications uh, as yeah. well, but other than that. <laughs> um, speaking of funders, just to thank those that currently support our work. We've mm-hmm. got Community Relations Council for Northern Ireland through the, our core funding programme. Derry City and Strabane District Council, also through the Good Relations Core programme. Build and Change Trust support the Northwest Civic Activism Project. Department of Foreign Affairs support this podcast, as do the Executive Office through the Central Good Relations Fund. So, as always, like, comment about this podcast, spread the word. We'd love to have more listeners. Yes. As always, thanks to Dee Curran for the production support. Thank you, Dee. And look forward to talking to you again next time. You can stay up to date with us on our social media pages on Facebook. Look for the Hollywell Trust. And on Twitter, it's at Hollywell T.